worship him. Come on and praise him. Come on now. Come on now. Oh, yes, Lord. I bless your holy name. Come on and continue to love him. Praise and worship him. Bless and magnify his holy name. He is great. He is mighty. He is holy. He's never failed. He's our God, our King, our Savior, and our Lord. I give him praise and glory and honor. I thank you, Lord, for this night tonight. I love you, Jesus. I praise your holy name. Thank you, dear Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, holy God. Lord, you are great and mighty. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on and love him. You can get your healing right where you're at right now. We've got a man here tonight that God healed of gallstones. Come on now. You believe him. Whatever you have need of, he's the healer. Nothing too difficult for him. Thank you, Jesus, my holy God, my holy King, my holy Savior, my mighty Lord. We love and praise you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We bless your name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Everybody said praise the Lord. Let's give God a big hand. Thank you, Lord. Small book tonight, Philemon, right before Hebrews. Follows Titus and comes just before Hebrews. Just kind of sandwiched in there. Nice, maybe thin, but rather good, solid piece of meat. Book of Philemon. Philemon, verse 6, only one chapter here, 25 verses. I'd like to look at verse 6. The writer was inspired to give us that thy communication, or that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. All right like to work for just a few minutes tonight on good, strong communication. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. The Bible also used the term effectual and hooked it up with the word fervent. It tells us that the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. Good thing to focus your powers of concentration, meditation, and prayer towards the Lord to the point that the writer said to come boldly 
boldly. Come in confidence. Come confidently. You don't come to God and maybe you can do it. I don't know, Lord. This is a hard one. No. You come boldly. You come confidently. And I know you can take care of this. And I want to communicate my faith to you. I don't want there to be any doubt, fear, or unbelief coming off of me. I want to communicate to you, Lord. I want to make it perfectly clear that I'm coming to you because I have a need. And I have a prayer. I have a difficulty. An example we have in the Bible of a, a widow woman, no less. Somebody that's at a bit of a disadvantage in this world. But she comes to the judge, and she begins to knock on his door. She wants to bring her cause, her particular plea and situation to the judge. You know, God is the judge of all. He's the righteous judge. He's the holy judge. He's the judge of judges. And the teaching here was that the judge said, well, I guess I better go ahead and hear what this individual has to say because I can tell by the way they're communicating here, you know, there can be a communication in the way you knock. Not much to that. Somebody comes and knocks on your door. Whoo, man, I get that. Urgent, urgent, urgent. You know, I get that. The judge realized that I've got somebody here, they're not going away. I got somebody here, I better go and hear what they have to say and take care of the business at hand, or they're going to wear me out. That's what your Bible said, lest he weary me. Lest this little widow woman weary me. Communicating to God, making your prayer unto him, making your voice. As Brother Weekly brought out that verse in Psalm 18, that you cry unto the Lord. Might be your moment of distress. Might be your moment of need. But you cry unto the Lord. You lift up your voice unto the Lord. Or there is example of one woman that prayed, and she was of such a sorrowful heart, loaded down, burdened down, that she couldn't get her voice to work too well. But uh, there was something coming through to God. Now, there wasn't much coming through to an onlooker who totally misinterpreted the situation and the body language and the, the desperation in the person until they, he actually slapped her and accused her of coming into God's house drunken. But she straightened him out in a good spirit said, I'm not drunken. Well, that sounds to me like Acts chapter 2. When they accused them of being drunk, they said, we're not drunk like you think we are. And same thing with that woman. I, I'm not drunk like you think I am. She was drunken with a sorrowful spirit. Well, Acts chapter 2, they were drunken with a holy, happy, glad spirit. There was a communication. There was something going in the right direction to the right one, and it didn't matter about the critics. It didn't matter about the naysayers or the soothsayers 
or the people who were detractors and had somewhat to say made no difference. Friend, I'm telling you, I got something that I'm going to communicate. I got something good, and I'm going to communicate it effectually, powerfully, urgently. I'm going to get it across. I'm going to bring Acts 2.38, John 3.5. I'm going to bring the teachings of the Word of God from Romans to Revelation. There's not one little thing that I want to leave out. I want to get this across to our generation, to the generations to come. I, want to, I don't want to leave you in doubt. Paul said in one place he stood in doubt of some people. He stood in doubt. We don't want to leave any room for doubt. We don't want to make place for doubt. We want, we want people to know where we stand. We want to do that with a good spirit. We want to do that with a, a loving spirit. But we also want to be firm. We, we don't want to, to let there be like a little flavor of doubt get in there somehow. And that uh, somebody could, and the devil might think, that there's a weakness, that there's a little crack there, and that there's some place for him to slip in a little bit and begin to drive the wedge bigger and wider and deeper where he can do his work. We don't want that. We want there to be a firmness, a solidness, a, a standing up and communicating. As one writer said, that he was declaring those things which are most surely believed among us, that we would lift up our voice in prayer, that we would have an effectual, fervent prayer, the things that we cannot do. I'm going to tell you again, sometimes it's a whole lot better to shut up and to pray, okay? In other words, shut down on the human side and open up on the spiritual side. I'm going to take this to my father. I'm going to take this to the judge. I'm going to take this to the one that knows exactly what to do in the situation. He's a prayer answering God. I'll bring my sorrowful spirit to him. I'll bring my sorry self to him. I will come before him. I will make my petition known, and it is written to make your petition known to the Lord. I will come with supplication. I will come in the right spirit, but it will be, it will be fortified with a confidence. It will be a, a strong powerful and effectual communication. It's going to have an effect on God. I'm not going to bring some weak, limp-wristed prayer before Him. I'm going to bring something that's got a, a force behind it, a plea behind it, maybe a desperation behind it. But He's going to know that, that I've come to Him and come to Him with purpose, that I've come knowing that He can do what needs to be done. When everything else, I told somebody not too long ago, I said, We'll go as far as we can go and do what we can do. And where we leave off, God will pick it up and take it from there. He doesn't miss a beat. He's looking at your effort. He's looking at what you're doing. He sees and knows your heart. He can discern the cry. He can discern the body language. He knows where your mind is at, your heart is at. He knows that. Knows that. People in our town, all around us, we want to, uh, to communicate. We want there to be a communication of the faith. There's no faiths. There's no plurality there. It's the faith. The church earnestly contends for the faith. 
that was delivered unto it. And it's certainly delivered once and for all. It is for everybody. doesn't matter where they come from, what language they speak. I was talking to a man that speaks Hindu the other day, and I was asking him for some basic words to, you know, hi and goodbye. And he said, well, actually, he said, uh, he said, you know, English is a universal language. I said, okay, yes. And he said, well, he said, that's what we use, hi and goodbye. He said, we could say it to you 16 different ways, but it's easier to just say hi and goodbye. You know? And uh, what I'm saying unto you is that there is, there is a language, thankfully, that God speaks. Yes, he speaks every language, but the language of the heart, the language of the mind. The Lord knows when you are bringing it to him and you're communicating it effectually. And people know when you're sincere. We are to serve the Lord in sincerity and in truth. We're sincere about what we're doing. We, we haven't got all these cracks in it and all this wax to try to cover it up. We're under heat. We're not melting away here, all right? We're going, we can take the heat. We can stand it. We can, where the, the Hebrew children were in the furnace ten times harder, and it did not affect them. It didn't, the smell of the fire didn't even cling to them. And, and the Lord was right in there with them. I'm glad the Lord's in the battle with us. And I want him to know I'm in the battle with him. I want him to know I'm on the firing line. We used to sing a song about being on the firing line. I don't want to be way in the back of 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 the back. I want to be on the firing line. I want to be up front. I want to be in the trenches. I don't want to be somebody that doesn't want to get my hands dirty or doesn't want to put forth any effort or wants to lay it off on somebody else. Let me put my hand to the plow and let me put that plow into the earth and let me effectually communicate what we believe to a lost and a dying world. Remember, Put your hand in the plow and you look back. The book said you're not fit. We don't want to look back here. We want to go forward. We want to, we want to uh, let this town, these cities, and people know that we sincerely believe what we believe. We want to communicate to them, yes, with the right spirit. But you have to be firm. People are going to have spirits that are going to come against. And you can't shrink and faint. You know, the word faint is in the Bible. But it's telling you and I not to faint. It's telling you if you faint in the day of adversity, the little push, the little difficulty, the little challenge that comes up before you, if you faint, then that means your strength is small. So that means you need to take a muscle-building course. And if you're a guy, well, I'd tell you to be here at 6 in the morning every day this week, and we'll help you build your muscles. We'll put you in the prayer room. We'll get you among us praying and talking to God. I'm going to tell you what, you'll start building some good spiritual muscles. They'll start talking about your guns, all right. We're talking about Acts 2.38, my friend. Come on now. This good Holy Ghost, a muscle-building course. You get into church. You learn to lift your heart with your hands, and you worship God. You praise God. You love God. You communicate that. You communicate that on your job. Communicate that in school. Communicate it with your body language, with the words of thy mouth, the meditation of thy heart. It's acceptable before God. And people are going to know, just like they did of Ruth. All the city knew about the virtue that was, was that woman. They knew that. They were taking note. People are looking, and you're communicating something, and you want to communicate it powerfully. 
You don't want it to be weak. You don't want it to be watered down. You don't want it to be diluted. You want to give people the truth. In love, yes, but the truth. We're not shrinking back from it. We're not going to dilute it. We're not going to turn right or left. We're coming straight forward. We're going to that place known as heaven. We're going for the, on that straight and narrow, that street of gold, between those walls of uh, pearls of uh, gates of pearl and walls of jasper. That's where we're headed. We know where we're going. Jesus said, I know whence I come and whither I go. We got direction here. And we're communicating that. We're not, we're not wandering all over the place here. We're not wandering stars, as Jude said. Oh, no, my friend. We've got a, an orbit. We've got a direction. We've got a purpose. We are held together by Jesus, whom all things consist. He's holding it together for us, and he knows how to do that. You stay in the orbit of the church. You hang on God's word just like the earth does, and you tell yourself, I'm going to let everybody know whom I'm looking to, who I trust in, who I believe, and who I'm calling on. Let's lift our hearts with our hands and worship him now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on now. I want to show them every good thing that's in the church. Communication of thy faith, of every good thing that's in you. Let's show them the good side. Don't show them a bitterness. Don't show them a bad mood and a bad attitude. Don't show that. You get that flesh under your feet. You get that under subjection. You muscle up for Jesus. Hear me? You get some good inner strength. Somebody said, well, I want to be rich. Get rich in the Word. Get rich in the things of God. Get your inner prosperity. The first thing that ought to prosper should be what's inside of you. You have a treasure in this earthen vessel. Don't throw it away. Don't waste it. Don't let that happen. You show God this means more to me than anything. Anything. And I don't want you to doubt that, Jesus. I want to make that clear. I want to communicate that to you. I'll be in the prayer room, Lord. I'll be in the services. My heart will be lifted with my hands. I'm going to be reading the book. I'm going to push that plate away. I'm going to call on your name. I'm going to witness and tell people. I'm going to live the life. Thank you, Jesus. Come on and worship him now. Yeah. How great, How great. is our God. Come on now. How great, How great is our God. How great, How great. How great Come on now. is our God. Oh, yeah. Lord. How great, how great is our God. Come on Sing with me. How oh, great, oh, yeah. is our God. God. And all will see how great, how great is our God. Come on, there's a universal language here. There's that hallelujah. There's that lifting of our hearts with our hands. Oh, yeah. Sing with me how great is our God. And all will see how great, how great is our God. Come on, Lord. He 
Come on, let's lift our hearts with our hands. I don't want anybody to doubt where I stand. I want it to be communicated to both God and men. Very plainly. Having such boldness, we speak plainly. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I bless and praise and worship you, Lord. You're the great God, the mighty King, the Holy Father. Thank you for this truth. Thank you for this truth. Thank you, Jesus. All right. 